Hello, welcome to Fitty Talks Pod Series 2, uh, Episode 7. So, we're doing something different today. We are talking about who we think is most likely to win the league and why. After Spurs' result took them top of the league, unfortunately, um, and Leicester couldn't get back to the top after being beaten comfortably by Liverpool. So, first of all, who is in the conversation? Do we think? Well, I mean... Why don't we just flat out say who we think will win it and then we'll go off on it then. Just so get your cards on okay. down now and then I'll tell you why you're all wrong. Who's going to go first? Who wants to I'll, go first. I'll so, go first. I'll go first. Go on, Paddy. Who's going to win the league? I'm going to, like, I'm like 90% sure that Liverpool will win the league but I would like Tottenham to win the league. So this isn't just because you've got two Arsenal fans in it. It's just because Tottenham... It's just because they play good football and I'd like them to win the league rather than anyone else. City, I don't think, will win the league. I think City just don't look good enough this year. I, I think it took them over like a breath of fresh air at the moment. So, yeah. I, 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 I agree. I think it would be Liverpool. I've always said if it can't, if it, if it can't be Arsenal, I sort of want it to be Liverpool. And then... That's just a it. scumbag attitude, isn't it, really? Like, no, it's not. You want like, Liverpool... No, because when I like, it was I don't like Chelsea, and that, that like I never want them to win the league. I don't like Man United, but they're nowhere near challenging. Man City have just sort of like wormed their way in there with money, so it's a bit like mm, I don't really want you to win it. Um, Spurs were never really in that conversation, and then that sort of left Liverpool. So, um, and if Spurs win the league, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, I agree. I reckon it's going to be Liverpool as well. I, think, I mean, Tottenham are top, but it's on goal difference. Liverpool are like we all saw how much they well how easily they beat Leicester. Yeah, like they are still a very good side. They will win the league. Well, because everyone said Liverpool probably. Well, you kind of said Liverpool, Paddy, uh, but you know Spurs. Uh, I'm just. King of awful opinions, uh, and I'm just going to say that Southampton stand a chance, but I'm going to go for Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't know if I actually believe it, but I can convince myself that I will. Um, and they're like fairly close to it, anyways. So they've got a chance. Well, yeah, I think it's obviously the massive game coming up this weekend. That's going to show if Tottenham can go away to Chelsea and come away with a win then I might start thinking they've actually got a bit of a bigger chance. I might get a little bit more worried. Yeah. But if Chelsea can do them over at the bridge, then no. Nah, well, let's start with Liverpool. Why are we thinking Liverpool? Because obviously I'd probably, if I was being sensible, I'd agree. And I'd say Liverpool are going to do it. But why do we think that? I think they've got the strongest squad. Yeah. Um, I know they've got injuries, but... Even with the injuries. Even with the injuries... Uh, I think we've got a transfer window so soon they're going to bring someone in. They have to if they want to realistically bolster their squad depth and their first 11. It looks like it might be up a Meccano, which would be a great addition. Uh, if it's not, there's other centre-backs out there who Liverpool can go out and afford to get. Uh, that front three is dangerous. Uh, oh, dangerous doesn't even cover it. I think, yeah. with, with it's the front four now as well. That's what you've got to call it. Yeah, we've got Jota in there. With Jota like coming that. in, 
he adds something completely different. He adds another dynamic spark, another yeah. different level of threat. I was I thought he'd come in almost playing a riggy role, come in when needed, if someone's injured. Uh, he's done that with obviously Salah being out and Mane being out and he's done mm. really well. Um, that spine of the team is still there even without Van Dijk and I can't see anyone stopping them. And, and the it, just, it just proves yesterday that or whenever they played, uh, I looked at the team sheet thinking they're going to have play like youngsters, but they still had Fabinho and Matic at the back. Yeah. Robertson was still there. Like Milner's, a, I think, one of the best free transfers the Premier League's ever seen, I think, like with his versatility and Always everything. Given, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one's got so much quality out of a free transfer player that I can think of. Like, he can uh, play just as well as right back. Sol Campbell. <laughs> How many um, Champions League did he win you? Oh, I scored in one, though. I scored in the final. That's <laughs> a joke of a game. But... <laughs> no, but yeah, like, you say with Milner, uh, he's done fantastic. I mean, Diogo Jota, I think he's got the same XG per 90 as uh, someone called Sadio Mane. So that's not too bad as incoming to a new team and new environment. Uh, Jurgen Klopp and Nuno's like playing styles are both fairly physical, but Liverpool is just a completely big step up, new level, high press, get everything done. Uh, be on top and Jota seems to thrive in that where it's like it's all, all the light on him and he can do what he likes it's an absolute yeah. steal as well what's up? it's an absolute steal for 40 million as well yeah uh, could be signing of the season can we already call it? Yeah. probably I don't think we can call it just yet but I know we I know we speak about him a lot but he costs literally half than Harry Maguire <laughs> like, yeah, like that's the levels that Liverpool can just over half of Nicholas Pepe. No, but... we have to pay double the amount for. Probably Jota could play better at centre half. <laughs> yeah. right. well, so the, the thing is, I think the key point about Liverpool with that recruiting is they always manage to get exactly what they need done perfectly. So, like when they had the like need to step up that defence, they got the perfect centre back and they got the perfect goalkeeper. And now you looked at it and you thought, ah, oh, there's really no way that you can improve this squad whilst everyone has copy of that. Uh whilst everyone has like that conversation about well what if Salah gets injured, what if Mane gets injured, what if so and so gets done? And that has happened. And so they've got Diogo Jota in and he is the perfect backup there. Uh, I think the only way it could have been better is maybe if they brought in another centre-back. But the injury woes back there are just an absolute joke because I don't think they could have prepared for something so yeah. Would you but say Jota's a backup though? No. Um, I think he's brought in to me, though. I think he's better than Firmino now. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Yes, I, think, I think he was brought in as a backup, but he yeah. just looks so much better. Mm. Um, we... Couple of Liverpool, I think they're pretty much everyone's favourites. What's happened to Man City over the last season and a bit? They've sort of just yeah. fallen off. The defence is gone. Like they spend so much money on it. I watched the Sky Sports like punditry with Jamie Carragher on Monday night. Like Harry Kane, like outsmarted them all the time. Like they were just childish in defending. Like they just fouled and fouled and fouled. Like I, I don't know. Like they spend so much money. Was it like five hundred million on defenders? The amount of, they spent so much money on wing backs as well, and it's just like he plays them in centre mid. Like Cancelo plays centre mid most of that game. Yeah, 
Cancelo was a quality player. Was he Juventus before? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. it was quality. I mean, it was so good. Yeah. Um, they sent Danilo the other way, didn't they? They just he's another player. Like, Pull in. Um, I can only see Liverpool in the conversation, truly and honestly. Um, Chelsea have sort of solved their problems with Mendy coming in. That defence looked a bit rocky beforehand, but Thiago Silva settled. Mendy's come in and has kept, what, five Premier League clean sheets in a row or something? Mm. Um, but I think it's a bit too early for them to be in the conversation. Um, I don't know. I think, like, Chelsea, like, they could kick on uh, and do well. Timo Werner's missing silly chances. Uh, and that's the thing. It's like, and you know he's not going to keep missing those. He's too good a striker not to. Uh, so when he like steps up and that Lampard play kind of comes together and they, they've made a lot of signings over the summer. It's hard to like, uh, but kind of fully understand how much time a team needs to embed everyone in. Kai Havertz looks like bang average at times. It's good at others, but you know he's going to be spectacular. Uh, Hakim Ziyech looks like another contender for signing of the season, I think. He, he, uh, Ziyech, like, if I had to sign Havertz or Ziyech, I'd go for Ziyech every day. Like, yeah, yeah. He's quality. And for, for that deal being made last January, it, it looks like a perfect, perfect fit uh, in terms of he's so creative, he's so good on the ball, he can pick out a perfect pass. He was the player I think everyone wanted to sign and no one could get around their head of why the club... Because he had quite a low release clause as well, wasn't it? Is that yeah. 30-something? Yeah. Yeah. Why... Like, I was looking at it from the Arsenal perspective, thinking, why aren't we going in for him? I'm sure... Was it before you guys got Bruno as well? You guys might have been thinking the same. I'm sure we were linked to it. It was around the same time we got Bruno, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, because it's ridiculous. And then for him to... Obviously, Chelsea have done... Great bit of business, added the rest in. Yeah. If not this season, next season, this, I reckon it'll be like other. I, said, I think next year will be the year for Chelsea because this season almost feels like that sort of like football manager thing. You get a big budget, you get a chance to spend it all and you go and sign seven players and it's like you've almost signed too many. Um, and they yeah. all play, a lot of them play in similar sort of positions and you sort of just, some will always have to miss out. Um, so I think next year if Chelsea sort of solidify maybe sign a, one or two players next summer they'll have a proper chance to kick on um, plus I think I think the one thing that they do need just to like drag on the Chelsea conversation sorry uh, yeah. is a kind of the defence like is obviously the weaker bit yeah. Uh, yeah. but they need to with that kind of system that I was saying about earlier they look like they're going to be fine. Uh, the, the issues right now are Timo Werner operating at like a much lower XG than he was at Red Bull. Uh, just having a look at Kai Havertz now, like, yeah, his XG is like three times lower than what it was at uh, by Leverkusen. Uh, Kai Havertz is obviously going to be playing in a different role to what he was at Leverkusen. He was playing as more like a, a up top, kind of just off the run. And he's just having to be a more supportive player. But with someone like Ziyech in there, with like the likes of Kovacic and uh, Jorginho to stabilise the midfield, 
uh, Kovacic for more progression play. Uh, you can see when the ball gets to them more in those great positions, that actually is going to slowly rise across the season. And I think I knew it was good. Um, I've said before, and I'll say it again, Spurs won't win a trophy this year. I really, I don't, and I'm not, it's not. Is that, is that just you being a no, total no, no. Arsenal fan? Like, oh, I took you, it took you. I really, like, I really don't think it is. I just, there's, there's something there that's like, I don't think, either, I don't think they have the mentality. And I know Jose brings that, and they, but I think there's something ingrained in Spurs that is stopping them breaching that. It's the and I think, way. <laughs> No, I see. I disagree. Harry Kane's probably had the like overall. I know he scored probably more goals, but overall, is this is probably the best I've seen him play. Like the, the he's also a completely injury injury prone striker in a season where we've got like more games being played than ever. This is my second point. You lose one or two of those players, like Liverpool have done. That Spurs squad won't deal with it like Liverpool have done. You lose Harry oh, Kane yeah. for three months. You lose Son for six weeks, whatever it is. They're in trouble. I know they've you, got. It's hard to see them create as many chances uh, of such quality as like if they're out. Uh, they've still got like fine backups, that Vinicius guy. Uh, you've yeah, got like yeah. George Ryan and that, but they're just you know, Luke's more still there. The change, yeah, the change in is revolutionary. If he gets injured, like he has done every year consistently he's picked up a long-term injury Vinicius doesn't bring that um Bergwijn doesn't bring that Mora doesn't bring that Son isn't as like comfortable striker as Kane is I don't think I think Mourinho has Mourinho wins trophies but I don't I think this is out of his control if it's a big if if someone gets injured and it's Harry Kane Mm -hmm. Whether it's a two or three week thing or whether it's a two or three month thing, we'll pick up an injury probably at some point. The thing is, though, sorry, they, there is that kind of thing of defence wins you titles. And the difference between them and Liverpool, I think, is that you could lose a whole Tottenham defence and a whole Liverpool defence and the backup Tottenham defence will always be better because of how Jose has them play. And it's like... He will no flesh. You've got right. So you've got a manager who focuses on defensive drills and then starts thinking about the transition forward, compared to a team that relies on pace at the back, playing such a high pressing line. And this this Jurgen Klopp Liverpool side, I think uh, it's completely different to what we saw last year. In a way, it's last year's team on crack. It's the Jurgen Klopp team of the Bundesliga. Dortmund, like high-flying wingers and that sort of thing, in a way of how far they push up is just insane in comparison. And it's come back as like a little like bit of suicide mission for them sometimes. You had that 7-2 against Villa where the defence just looks completely rocky. And I think... Any That's another team, good thing to say. Has Mourinho ever conceded seven? Um... Yeah, exactly. I can't Oslo, Oslo, didn't he concede six or seven one game? Did he not? I'm sure. I'm sure. Probably, that's Barcelona, not Aston Villa. Fair. Wait, it's just like I don't know, and that was with Van Dyke as well. 
So you're saying Are you saying the Liverpool the Spurs backup defence is better than Liverpool's backup defence? Yeah. Ah, do I, I don't know. It about Liverpool have like many ways they what would be their backup defense because surely Fabinho is in their backup defense. Matip is. Yeah, you, then you say have, Milner. Simnikas guy. I do not know. Yeah, Simnikas. That's that's a solid. That was what we practically saw against Leicester. Milner, Matip, Fabinho, have, and then Simnikas, Matip, Fabinho, Milner. Spurs have what? Ben Davis. Uh, who's at the back? Uh, ben Davis, uh, Evans and Sanchez, Sanchez. Uh, Tanganga, is Tanganga, and Aurier. No, Aurier's well, Star Matt Doherty. Oh, yeah, Doherty. Aurier's turned like insane this season. He actually looks all right when he's on the pitch, he doesn't look like a liability for once. Um, it's just, I, th- I still think that team's better. Mm, I mean, arguably, Doherty's better right back than Milner, but. Fabinho and Matip are a better centre-half pairing than Sanchez and Tanganga. How much better? Not much, but... but the Spurs' defence is there. It's faster. Uh, and also one of them isn't a defensive midfielder. Sanchez such a liability. That United, was it that United game? That he, yeah, but the thing is, with someone like that, it's like he's young, he's going to make mistakes, but... He's someone who is going to understand his position in a more kind of solid way than Fabinho. Fabinho obviously understands how to play centre back. And he obviously understands how to play right back. He does it for Brazil, but like he just is going to be thinking with that front foot forward, and it's the Liverpool way of playing that front foot forward. If you send a ball over the top against that Liverpool team, against that Spurs team, you're going to be more okay for the Spurs one. As in, like they're gonna sort you sort you out, and it's like it, if then you're having to switch it to like putting blocks at the back. That's a more naturally Spurs way than a naturally Liverpool way. I mean, I was looking at the uh, expected goals against for like this year. Um, Spurs uh, like expected about ten, uh, and they've only let in nine in the league. So that's an improvement on it. Uh, Liverpool are expected twelve, and they've let in sixteen. Now, obviously, these aren't completely massive differences, but it shows that something's going wrong if they're expecting 12 and still leaking so many more. Maybe. But the I... best one, by the way, there is Chelsea. In terms of expected. Are they Are they the three? Man City? Yeah. Chelsea? Oh, no, they're the four. Man City, Chelsea, Spurs and Liverpool? Is that what well, I'm talking about? <laughs> Is it Man City or Man United for the fourth spot then? I mean, are we thinking maybe Everton? You think Man United are going to get fourth? No, I'm just, I'm ruling out an Everton. Are we ruling out? Why? How? I don't think they can do it. How? I just don't think they can. I, I don't see it happening. I think they just play such good football. The only issue would be if they completely lose hammers for like a whole season. Then I can say they definitely wouldn't do it and they got no chance. They're not title contenders. Why not? Because there's they're definitely not title contenders. There's two better teams of them at least. Entertain it, come on. Come Uh, on, I I think I think they'll uh, they'll get Europe this year. They'll finish above Arsenal. Yeah, that's not they're not gonna win the league. It's not really Mm. difficult one, is it? And 
I mean, are we getting Europe next year? They could push for We fluked it with the FA Cup this year. Are we getting it next year? I wouldn't be too depressed or upset if we don't win if we don't get Europe next year. Oh, no midweek football though, so dead. I couldn't. Yeah, it's boring, but it's like just give us a chance. Uh, it's like once a week we can probably do it. It worked well for Chelsea. Once a week you could probably do it. <laughs> we say oh, we say this every year though. <laughs> it never happens. We always somehow would like yeah, scrape us down to the end and we might be able to get top ten, honestly. <laughs> I, I don't know. Where's your, where's your ambition, Josh? Come on. My ambition is to win the league and win the Europa League, win the FA Cup, and win everything we can. Finish. How can you Europa say league, you want to win the Europa yeah. League when you only want to play once a week? No, I didn't say that. I said I would want to win the Europa League, but if we didn't get Europe next year, I wouldn't be too disheartened. That's not ambition, then. Of course, it's ambition. I want to win a trophy, but if it doesn't happen, we're not favourites for any trophy this year, are we? No, not at all. You've well, the community got to want to play in European competition. You have to. No, like, you're Arsenal. You're meant to be a massive club. Like, you say you're a massive club. Like, I, I want the highest possible finish. I want the best for us. I want to win this Europa League competition finally. As, as, as long as it means you don't have to play midweek. So you want to If we can win the Europa League, get back in the Champions not, League. Even if we get battered by Bayern Munich for the a millionth time, I will love it. I will love every second of it. I won't complain. The last time we played in it was the 10 2 to Bayern Munich. It's been four years of Europa League. He's laughing away the tears looking. He's like, I, would, get us out. I, would, I would love to be back in the Champions League more than anything. But. Oh. I think if it's if, not going to happen. If Wait, so you say what? Your what? Your start? You'd have like a double long season. You play Champions League Saturday, then the Premier League Saturday, then Champions League. You don't play midweek. No, oh my god! <laughs> I'm saying if we don't win the Europa League and we don't win the FA Cup and we don't finish top six or seven or whatever it is this year, and it means we don't qualify for European competitions, a year off may not be the worst thing in the world. Do you want to hear something positive about that? You're looking good for that because <laughs> despite being above Manchester City at the minute, you're also below the likes of Palace, Manchester United, uh, if we're talking, say, Leicester, uh, Wolves, uh, Everton, Southampton, who are the people kind of going for your spot in a way. Uh, but if you look at expected points, it does mean that City overtake you, but you are above us. But I just want to say about how weird some of these like expected points teams are, like when you look at them. So Liverpool end up like winning the league right now if they're on expected points. Yeah. Chelsea are second and then it's Spurs. Um, Brighton are up in the top 10. They're currently in 16. And I've been backing Brighton for a while. We all know I'm a massive Graham Potter fan. Neil I was a good We all know how much I love Neil McCoy. And as long as he sorts himself out, he's going to be the world's best striker that we've ever seen. But it just shows about how, like, kind of good the rest of the competition is. West Ham are actually doing fine. They're in eighth right now. And it's really- They're a good team. The pandemic's definitely just kind of levelled out the playing field. It's yeah. put these sorts of teams on the level of the multi-millionaires because we haven't been able to spend anything and because everyone's kind of knocked down two pegs on the fitness side. We've, we've sort of got a taste of this season now. Yeah. We've got predictions before. I want a prediction 10, 11 games in now. 
Who, so mm. overall consensus, do we think Liverpool is going to win the league? Yes. yes. Yeah, I'd agree. Top four is top. The second to fourth is Chelsea, Man City, and Spurs. Mm, I would say no. Chelsea, Spurs, yes. Man City, that that last spot is up for grabs. Wait, you yeah. don't think Man City will get top four? Man City will get top four. Do you think they will? They they won't give. They're not giving. I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm, a, I'm great for a podcast because I don't know much, but. <laughs> They're not giving Guardiola a new contract if they don't think they're getting top four. Yeah. I'd um, like to see them not get top four. I think them playing on a Thursday night against Slavia Prague will be the best thing ever. I'd love to see Slavia Prague. That's Champions League, isn't it? I think. <laughs> I'd love Everton to finish fourth and beat out the rest of teams like Man City, Man United, Leicester. But we're not in the question for top four. I don't think we are. Yeah, you are. We're not. Where are you now? Thing is, if like if Manchester United are, then we're on the same level as City. You look at City's numbers under the hood this year, abysmal. Every single XG is down. Every single one. They're just not creating the best chances that they could. Something something's gone wrong fundamentally in that City side. I don't know what quite it is. I think David Silva leaving. Uh, when everyone, it was last year, wasn't it? That David Silva left, was it? This season. But yeah, this yeah. Was, last season was last year. Yeah, so uh, everyone kind of back, like suddenly jumped on David Silva's like the greatest Premier League midfielder of all time. Discuss, and I remember thinking about it, like, is he really that good? Like, I know he's good, but was he that good? Yeah. Uh, and I didn't want yeah. to say anything, just in a way of I didn't want to look like that guy that was wrong. Uh, and I'm happy I didn't because they lost him, and suddenly every single ounce of creating that kind of thing. He's gone because look at Sociedad as well. Yeah, he's actually doing all right there. I think they're top, aren't they? Yeah, I think yeah. they're yeah. Uh, well, they're, they're definitely they're, they're up there at least. I, I think I think it's it, it comes down to this age old thing where it's like a player's good. Yeah, top. But it's 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 what he offers his team rather yeah. than oh he's the best midfielder or best like you take you, you see, you say David Silver at that team, they're nowhere near as good. But does he really compare to the Premier League greats? Yeah. Mm. Well, same, I mean, same with Company. Company was a good defender. Yeah. But you pit him up against John Terry, Vidic, Campbell, Adams. Oh, well, actually, no, I, th- I think Company's up there. He's yeah. alongside Sol Campbell. In terms of leadership, fine. Campbell, maybe. But you, you look at some of those. Brilliant Premier League centre backs, Terry Vidic. Talent as well. Very Fernand. Uh, I think he's, he's, not, he's maybe not, he's not John Terry like Vidic level, uh, but Fernand level. Sorry, I'd say he's probably about Adams level. But, okay, fair. But this is what I mean. It's like Silver isn't in those top two or three best midfielders ever to play in the Premier League. Um, I don't know. Who's that? No, he's not. Uh, Roy Keane definitely yeah. is up there. Yeah, but if we think in creative midfielders, because that's a completely different type of midfielder. Oh. But but it's what it's what they offer their team, isn't it? It's yeah, like Jamie Vardy offers something so different to Leicester. But is yeah. he really the top three, top five best best ever Premier League strikers? No. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Really? I mean, probably not. But <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna. <laughs> we have to have words, James. Who other strikers <laughs> can score that many goals? He's better than Aubameyang. 
It seems. It oh yeah. Be. Oh yeah. Well, yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Well, maybe a uh, form-wise, uh, quality-wise of the player. <laughs> no, no. Jamie Vardy is like on par, if not better, than Aubameyang. But, yeah, no. but top, top five Premier League strikers. Thierry he's Henry, getting triggered again. He's getting triggered again. Thierry Henry is the greatest striker in the Premier League ever. Then it's Alan Shearer. Okay. But Shearer. Then it's Shearer. Um, I'd have... Van Nistelrooy. Van Nistelrooy's up there. Rooney. Drogba. Yes. And Aguero. Surely Harry Kane's got to be up there now. Drogba, Aguero, I mean... Harry Kane scored 150 Kane, Premier yeah. League goals but, in but 219 games. The point is, no one's saying Jamie Vardy's in that So, it's what they offer their team. So, um, we're running out of time. Wow. There we have it. Liverpool will win the league. And then Chelsea and Spurs will definitely get top four. And it's between Everton, Man City. Everton and Man City. Um, there we go. If it goes off who won, what they offer to their team, just to chuck this one back out there. <laughs> Giroud offers something no one else does. <laughs> What's that? No. A good haircut. No, yeah, I, the sexiest face I, I, in I, football. I would say I, he's underrated. I'd say he's underrated. I, I, I'd say Giroud is a good player. For us, but Giroud is not yeah, really exactly. Like he ever. offers stuff, but he's not up there as the best <laughs> because it's Giroud. Just like just Vardy offers stuff, out. but he's not. No, no, you can't just say whatever it's got. Vardy, I, Vardy is a better striker than Aubameyang. <laughs> at this moment. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Wait, wait, wait. Let James, James, final thoughts. Uh, Jermaine Defoe is better than Aubameyang. Uh, uh, that's it podcast done see you later see you next week come back for reaction to Spurs Chelsea Arsenal Wolves and a preview for the North London Derby (laughs) see you later